are new two three things are new okay new logo hi hi new logo alert ever heard of it another thing new backdrop alert hi green Green. emerald one short day in the emerald city welcome to oz bitch third thing that's different (laughs) we switch sides we switch sides is that gonna freak anyone out it's a lot of change at once at once which i'm like i hope they're okay with this. I'm freaked out. If you're on Patreon and you're watching, yeah, it's a big change. It's a huge today. change. I feel so far away from you. I know, I do too. What We're usually. Can you touch me? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Pass. Oof. I actually dislike that. Huh. <laughs> so, a couple things have happened that I want to talk about that I want to bring up real quick. Yeah. The other day, you and I were on a show together in Hollywood. You left early. You had to go and you had to go to a different show after. Yes, 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 yes. You know what I'm talking about? I do. You left. I did my set. You left halfway through my set. I sure did. to me is rude. (laughs) So rude. I shouldn't have stayed for any part. I should have left right away, but I wanted to stay because I was enamored, enthralled, Mm -hmm. and invested in your time and talent. That's so sweet. That's so sweet of you to say. Um, So I did my set. Crushed. Of course. Got off stage and... I want to say a goth woman. Okay. Which I haven't seen in the wild. I'm going to say ever. Oh, goth. Yeah. Or is that back? Oh, it never left. Okay. So this woman, mm-hmm. actually, I don't know how they identify. Right. So I'm going to say this person. Yeah. Was head to toe goth. Hot. Okay. Black hair. Yes. Black hair that was like kind of like curled and gelled into strings. Were they in the crowd? Yeah. Of the show? I believe so. I know I know exactly which goth you're talking about. Yeah. So um, this person had the the gelled hair, curled, a lot of dark under eye makeup. Yes. Like giving off goth vibes. Hot topic vibes. Yeah. Vampire. Yes. Queer of the night. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So uh, this person came up to me after my set and looked me dead in the eye and and bowed to no. me. And then walked off. And it was, to me, one of the coolest things that's ever happened. Did they say anything? Not, not a word. Oh Locked my. eyes. And then just a very slow bow. And I've never felt more seen. Yep. Heard. 100%. And I, like that was like a big compliment. That's validation. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like it takes, a, to win over a goth, Yeah, it takes a lot. You'd be surprised. Are, will, would I? Yeah. I feel like it's me and ICP. Insane clown posse. Of course. I think that we are now I've, the two I've dabbled in juggalettes. Have you? Yeah. Have you ever had sex with a juggalo? Of course I have. Of course. You ever had drink fago? Is I think it's fago. That's what I said. Fago. <laughs> okay. It sounds to me. Wait, what are you saying? It, yours, what am I saying? Yours sounds like a hate crime. Does mine sound like the F slur? Yeah. I'm talking about the pop fago. It's, it, I'm hearing something. Should I stop now. saying it? Yeah, I need you to stop saying it. You know what I mean? The... 
The Juggalo Pop. I think it's Fago. Fago. Oh no. Is it? This is my. I have a Northern accent. It's coming across hate crimey. Shit. <laughs> okay, I'll just call it Juggalo Juice. <laughs> Juggalo Juice. So you have had sex with a um a member of the insane clown posse. You, no, ju- I have not. Okay, you but you and I are pretty close friends. Yeah. With a comedian who is a Juggalo. Oh yeah. Remember? Yeah, of course. Fucking love him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Here's my theory about goths, if I may. Yeah, please. I think goths are very similar to butches, right? Mm -hmm. Our strong, masculine daddies are goths, right? These are people who have, through their, like, natural state of identity and being, have a more tough exterior. Yeah. And you just peel a few layers back. You Mm -hmm. get get through the Timberlands, and you get through the the eyeliner. Mm -hmm. And deep down, you got a gleek. Yeah. You know what I mean? These are... Softies. Sweet little softies yeah. that are ready to laugh. I feel like every time I've performed for, for butches and goths, <laughs> which is a lot, they're squealing laughing. They're like putty in my hands. Which I, I remember this person laughing during the set, but to see them so stoically, slowly bow. Yeah. And I've never been bowed to. What did you do in what response did, to the... I also bowed. Oh, I love that. Which was, I think, the only thing you can do. That's the move. I think it's either a bow back or... Or a salute. You know what that reminds me of? Mm-hmm. You know I'm running. Yeah. Far. Mm-hmm. I ran 16. Yeah. I kept passing this other runner. And every time he passed me, mm-hmm. he'd hit me with a... A salute. Yeah. And now that's me. So you're saluting other runners when you run. Runners. Mm-hmm. Whenever I get on and off stage. Yeah. Parents. Dogs. So you're just like, out here I'm saluting. I'm out here just saluting. And like kind of slow. That's who I oh, am now. I like that. I like that. I I do when I'm in a neighborhood yeah. and you're on a walk. I love to do a hi, how are you? Hot. To everybody I pass. Yeah. Sometimes people won't do it back. They'll just look at when I say hi, how are you? And I think those people should go to hell. Should go straight to hell. Wait, <laughs> back to my, um, my saluting. Yes. If I may. Yeah, please. Do you think that this is too far? If yeah. I salute to lesbians, just the old one, two buckle my shoe. I mean, you can't. I'm not going to like bring it around up, but just like brow out. Yeah. It's too think, much. No, no, no. Kate oh, do it. was doing that years ago. Right. That's been a thing. This is like, I think know. you can. If you see another lesbian in the wild, I think you have to. Hit him with the one, two. Yeah. I also want to say, I know that we, um, well, first off, welcome to the podcast. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. I'm Rachel Scanlon. Come see us live. We just booked a ton of new cities. So many new cities keep popping up. So if we haven't said it yet, we have Bloomington, Bloomington, Madison, Phoenix, San Francisco, Sacramento. Sacramento. What else do we get? Is Chicago, Chicago dropped yet? I don't know yet. So take a look. Take a look at our schedule. We keep adding more dates. And we cannot wait. The shows are so much fun. Yeah. We also just ordered merch. Oh, my God. The merch, it looks so fun. It's if this. It's, it's so good. Bringing back oh this. Oh, my God. Yeah. So definitely come check out our live shows. You can go to our website and get your tickets there. Tudorexcinemike.com. Mm. No. Mm. <laughs> okay. Wait. We had. Um, so we play lesbian game night. Yes. Once a month. We yes. have a, a, one, a monthly lesbian game night. And this time we did bingo. Which was so much fun. Loved it. For those of you who are there, Yanel. If you know, you know. Top of the Yanel to ya. Hilarious. Do you think anyone's going to know what we're talking about? Not unless they were at lesbian game night. But the people who are there are going to laugh their Yanels off. 
<laughs> it was one of the most fun lesbian game nights of all time. Do we want to tell them what it is? No. No, nah, um, fuck them. You're going to have to come to the next lesbian game night to find out. Yeah. We're going to make sure it's just for... Lesbian game night crew. Yeah. We had a lot of inside jokes. You got to have to kind of be there. Okay, so this month, though, mm-hmm. the winners were third place, Chiff. Hi, Chiff. Shout out to Chiff. Love Chiff. Always winning. Second place, Mary Ashford. Mashford. Mashford's always on the leaderboard. Always. Every time we play, wins. Yep. And then in first place, we had Lauren Hicks. Congratulations, Lauren Hicks. You won lesbian game night. Bow to her. Honestly, very hot. Very, very hot. So please check out Lesbian Game Night uh, every month. It's so much fun. Okay. Did you see the Grammys last night? Oh, did I watch them? First of all, they're four hours long. Grammys are too long. That was, and award shows are like coming to an end. A lot of award shows got canceled this season. Mm -hmm. SAG Awards used to be televised. Those are no longer televised. There's a lot of things that are getting cut down because people don't watch award shows like they used to. Right. Because they're just not as fun. And also you can see your favorite celebrities on tiktok on yeah. instagram and you they're racist yeah as well they're not good yeah they're yeah okay but i watched the grammys if you're gonna watch one is the best to watch because it's Agreed. like a concert it is and that you get to see people perform right i'm like it's versus you're like watching trailers and sketches that are pretty cringe like the grammys are actually yeah fun you know what also though tell me is it globes the globes are a good one because everyone gets drunk it is fun to watch celebrities get hammered yeah and that that's a good time. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna tune in to see Drunk the Globes. Jessica Alba. Oh, what? You have a story about Jessica Alba? I do. Tell me. Okay, I have a friend who like is a producer on shows. Mm-hmm. He sends me a video, okay. Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I open up the video. I say there were like probably four very beautiful women in the video doing whatever. Maybe they were cooking. Okay. Unclear. Okay. I'm too busy to care. Okay. Who me? Full of Snapchats. Who me? Still on Snapchat. I can't believe. Every day I go. Should I delete this app? No. Every day. But I'm like, how are you going to know what I'm going to eat for dinner? That's I'm like, Rachel sends me Snapchats of her food all the time. I have to watch those. Do you know I've had a grapefruit every day for the past nine days? I do know that. Because of Snapchat. Snapchat. (laughs) Lesbians really stay on Snapchat. Okay. So I'm loyal. I'm brand loyal to Snapchat. So you got a snap from a man. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. He's nice. Okay. And, um, there were so many women in this video. So many women. Okay. Okay. There was one in like, deep brown and i i couldn't see much but i responded to the video and i said i don't know what it is but that girl in the brown is magnetic and like really drew me in she's so beautiful and like she just seems smart and funny and nice you wrote all of this in the snapchat yeah okay because i'm a fucking lesbian i'm not just like nice Hey, yeah, I was like, like, wow, she seems I knowledgeable. I think the word well I, read. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word I used was magnetic. Okay. <laughs> Hilarious. And then he responds and he goes, yeah, she's magnetic. That's Jessica Elba. Ever heard of her? Had you seen the her face? Did you just not recognize they, her? It wasn't like a close up. Like it's a, it's on my phone. I didn't right. have my readers on. You know what I mean? Don't say your readers. I didn't have all my readers. I, I, I wasn't like analyzing, you know what I mean? I'm just yeah. like clicking through. You're like and I was like magnetic. And then I was like, wow, something like my heart yeah. like pulled for this one that figure. That was Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba. And I'm that. like, oh, you mean the woman who single-handedly destroyed the last shreds of my heterosexuality? Yeah, yeah. I know who the fuck Jessica Alba yeah, I saw is. Yeah, Fantastic Four. Yeah, about a hundred times. What is that movie? Sin City? Wait, listen to me. Sin City, I actually, that didn't do it for me. It was, and you're going to hate this, I think it was called Fool's Gold. Oh, no. 
I think it was with Paul Walker. No. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, because isn't that, wasn't that a... What is it called? Kate Hudson? No. Are you talking about Fool's Gold? Is this really what you're wanting me to look up? Jessica Alba? It's a movie with Paul Walker. Is it not called Fool's Gold? That's Matthew McConaughey. Uh Uh-huh. No, Paul Walker, Jessica Alba, you're right. Wait, what is it called? Into the Blue. Into the Blue. Okay, so I had the movie fully wrong. But You're talking about the Into yeah, the Blue. Where she's in a blue bikini. Yes. I'm into that blue bikini. And I was. Wait, I was too young. Let me tell you. I was so young and gay. Jessica Alba in Sin City, it's like yeah. shot in black and white, and she's riding, riding a bull. That's all I remember from the trailer. I was like. Her just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's really like hit mm-hmm. pelvis forward. It's giving um, Saddle Ranch. That's what yes. I look like every time I go to Saddle Ranch. We've been to Saddle Ranch sure numerous have. times together. Sure have. I'd love to, you know what? We should shoot our next episode at Saddle Ranch. You know what? I'd love to get you on a mechanical bull, babe. Let's give the people what they want. It's me. It's you on a, on a mechanical, mechanical bull. bull. And guess who's the mechanical bull? Me. This <laughs> dyke right here. <laughs> Yee-haw. Is that, that's how you should slide into DMs. Yes. If you were to. Yeah. Side note. You and I were in Texas. We were in Texas. Yes, we were. Um, Somebody who had been to our show came up, gave us her phone and said, would you swipe for me? We started swiping. This was amazing. This was Austin. This was Austin. Yeah. We started swiping. We started sliding into DMs for her. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I have the worst opening lines wait i feel like they used all of your lines they did but i think as a grudgingly i think it was like they were like i guess we have to one of them was i think bug based well we are like okay i don't want to out us as being like dorks too very like sometimes people will ask me like hey why don't you write jokes about your girlfriend and it's like i don't know because we're in a happy healthy like have a hot yeah. What do you want me to say? It's I'm nice happy. dating the hottest bitch <laughs> yeah. in Los Angeles. Yeah. How funny is that? Oh, how oh, it's hysterical. I have a hot girlfriend <laughs> who's kind. Oh, <laughs> okay. But when I was swiping for that person at our show, yeah, I literally was like, "Now, which one's the yes?" Like I looked so old. Yeah. It was humiliating. It's crazy how easily you can forget how to do things. Right. When you haven't done them in years. years. Okay. But I feel like when I was sliding in, yeah. I was doing really, really well. And they kept saying, we're not using that message. Yeah. Because, but it always worked for me. And mine worked for me. But I'm realizing that like. No. I think. <laughs> no. I think we're bad. No. I think we're bad at dating. No, dude, because... I'm realizing that this makes sense as to why I had so many bumble fumbles. You were pretty fumbly out there. I was bad at dating. What were we talking about that night in the hotel? That you tried so hard to bag honeys? You and I recently. Okay, we were on the road. We will get to this episode eventually. You're going to like it. We're reviewing the L word. We have an ask. We have a bumble. But I was talking about how... I couldn't pull honeys and I didn't. <laughs> I couldn't for the life of me. I tried so hard to pull honeys. We when were we first started doing this podcast. I was like, let me get some honeys. Yeah. You were ch- like, I think it's, it's very funny to think about how you were trying to have a hoe phase mm. and couldn't for the life of me. You couldn't, I, I couldn't you were give not it away. Out there pull- <laughs> I couldn't give it away. You were not out there pulling honeys. No one wanted it. Quite literally, <laughs> no one wanted it. Give, and I was like, 
take it. It's yours. <laughs> Brad Pitt, Troy. You know what I'm saying? Dude. I was like, take it. Truly. And I was like trying it. You were like, oh, didn't you fuck a DJ? Because you made a joke. You were like, Mackenzie fucked so many DJs. And I was like, I tried. <laughs> they, they didn't want it. They all said no. No. They were like, pass. And usually... DJs, DJs are low-hanging fruit. If you want to fuck it, you have to try hard to not get fucked by a DJ <laughs> you really out here. do out here. Like, and what the crazy thing is, is like, it's to me, hierarchy, stand-up comedians, then DJs. Like, it's yeah. easier to sleep with a stand-up comedian than a DJ. Yeah. And that shouldn't be the case. And it was. And boy, did I also sleep with stand-up comics. Dude. We've come a really long way. All this to say, if you have questions about dating... <laughs> Or your love life. Send them in to ask a dyke. We'll give you answers. Will they be the right answers? Probably not. Also, if you are the person that we used your phone to slide into people's inboxes on those dating apps, please let us know what happened. Let us know if the worm or bug joke I put in was... What? It was a bug. I think it was like, what's up, girl? I love bugs, too. I don't know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Who was my, my one thing about the the lesbian community, like when I started dating when mm -hmm. I was younger, my biggest complaint was that it felt so serious. Yeah. Like a lot of lesbian spaces, which there's not very many. So when there are, at mm -hmm. least when I was like going out in Minneapolis, I was yeah. like running around trying to like find other lesbians. I remember being like, people want to like grind and mm -hmm. I want to like have a good time, do a bit. Yeah. I was like, I want to make you laugh. But to be fair, if I was going on a date with somebody, I would not want somebody be to be doing bits on the date. Right. I think it's, um, like I said, I think stand-up comedian is like maybe one of the worst type of person to date. Yeah, don't date stand-up comedians. It's bad. And that's, as a stand-up comedian, it's bad to date us. Yeah. And tried, that's why we have to date each other. I tried to pull so many honeys. I can't. Not one. Not one honey that's so funny until well you begged one until my fiance and then you married her i was like she's the only one yeah yeah lock it down dude that's hot dude good work you um, and I we, were, sorry go, go ahead. ahead i was gonna say we were crying laughing that night we're having fun on the road please you, come <laughs> see our shows you're gonna love it let's should we get into this episode yeah let's do it i just keep remembering you with your mouth guard in yeah wear a mouth whatever <laughs> okay we have an ask yeah have yeah, grind my teeth to little nubs. <laughs> yeah, I wear a, a mouth guard to bed. And in some cultures, that's considered a sign of fertility. But you kept saying, in some cultures, 
because it gives you a lisp. And I remember falling to the floor in the bathroom laughing so hard because you just kept yelling at me with your retainer in. This episode, Mm. they're going to be like, these two really are best friends because they're just describing inside jokes. I'm sorry. They're going to be like, these dumb besties. This is an episode that they're either going to double down (laughs) or they're going to unsubscribe. I'm sorry. All right, let's get into it. We have an Ask a Dyke. Okay, Ask a Dyke. This is a DM that got to us. You can also email us and leave us a voicemail. There we go. Hi. Hi. I loved you all at Fort Worth, at the Fort Worth show. Fuck Dallas. <laughs> anyway, long question. Sorry, but need context. Mm-hmm. Need you to settle an argument. Long story short, the wife had an affair with a lesbian who has had prior hetero relationships and a kid by her ex. So the wife said... Now, this person is saying the wife as in their wife. Yes. The person's name is Sean. Okay. Okay, Sean. Is this a gentleman? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Long story short, the wife had an affair with a lesbian who has had prior hetero relationships and a kid by her ex. Mm -hmm. So the wife said she started sleeping with the other woman to see if she liked being with other women. And then would parlay that into a three-way with me and them. The other woman said, no way, no men. The wife just said, okay, and kept sleeping with her anyways. All this unbeknownst to me, by the way. Yeah, because it's an affair, he said. Right. After I found out, I theorized that if her intentions were true and this other woman was madly in love with my wife, again, context, that if she withheld sex and insisted that there was a three-way, well, which is actually me just watching, touching the other woman and never really being a part of it, then the other woman would have agreed. Wife insists that there's no way the other woman would have ever agreed, and she claims that she's asked several times. I would love to hear your bo- your takes on this. Okay, Sean. Okay, Sean. Well, happy that you saw us in Fort Worth. Thanks for coming out um, to the show. So I'm confused. Fort Worth was so fun. The so question is, my wife had an affair with a woman. Yeah. Sean wants a threesome with both women. And what's the question? The question is, what's your take? Because I think in the past, Mm -hmm. the wife said she would start sleeping with other women to try and initiate a threesome. Well, to see, I think, to test the waters. Okay. And then once it started going well, then she would parlay it into a three three way but she said with this one the other woman said no i think sean is like do you think she really said no or is my wife just trying to sleep with women without me i think your wife's trying to sleep with women without you yeah yeah right yeah i was like what's the question i know it's pretty i think obvious i think sean's confused because i think in sean's mind he's like well i wouldn't i don't know i think there's like a lot of miscommunication here in general because well, the it's wife an affair. is like, yeah, there's an, there's an affair happening. Yeah. I think if there's an affair, then immediately, you know, that you are never a part of it. Right. So that to me, it's like, there's a lot of, um, inconsistencies in the wife's story of like trying to include 
him in this relationship. This seems like a pretty closed off relationship. You know what it feels like to me? Hmm. It would be like if I was stealing your Oreos Mm -hmm. and then you caught me and then I was like, did you want to have a half? There's two left. Would you like some? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'd love some. Right. And then you were like, so we were sharing Oreos in the first place. Yeah. And it's like, if it's already kind of like taken with, with behind your back. Yeah. Cause Sean was like, all of this was unbeknownst. Yeah. Then when he was aware, he was like, Hey, let me be involved. And she was like, let me ask. And it's a no. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is very interesting because sometimes, at least in my experience a while ago dating, I would date women who had husbands Mm -hmm. And it was always out in the open. Yeah. And that is like a totally great, fine thing to do. My one thing that I get like wary of is when someone has a husband and they're like, it's fine only if you're with women Mm -hmm. is something that I think is very invalidating to like a lesbian experience. Yeah. Just in general, something to be like, just like look within if this is kind of happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But with this particular instance. Yeah. Yeah. I think if it's, this whole affair has started behind your back. I think you have to worry less about, oh no, should I be involved in this threesome or not? And more about having a a conversation with your wife, making sure that you guys are on the same page. You all know what's going on. And then you're able to address things moving forward, whether you're involved in the dating process, just the sex stuff or whatever. We want to make sure that everyone involved is getting what they want out of this in a very open way. Cause that is kind of like the major thing about polyamory and like these, these dynamics involving more than one committed group. It's not just, Oh, I started cheating. And then I guess now we're poly. There are, there are conversations that happen way before. So that's not how poly works. Not at all. At all. So let's just, yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. I think you, I think Sean, Sean, you know, you know, Sean, look at me having a conversation with men crushing it. I'm just, I'm fascinated by the getting caught having an affair and then being like, let me ask though if she's into both of us. I know. That's crazy. I think there is something really, because like the boundaries were already put up. This wife obviously doesn't want another man. So yeah, this is, it's messy. It's messy, Sean. It's this, you know what this Sean, feels like? Ken, you know what this feels like to me? What? Gay, dirty laundry. Yeah. This, this is, is less of an ask and more of gay, dirty laundry here. Yeah. Because there is like, I think we're in such a fun time where I think identities and like certain relationship dynamics mm-hmm. are shifting and moving in a way that we've never seen before. I've never seen this many marriages open. I've there never seen this many marriages, marriages open. Marriages are breaking open. Listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> They're cracking. They're cra- I was just going to say cracking. Cracking at Dude, the seams. marriages are busting wide open. Truly. Like they're a Cardi video. Yes. They are cracked yes. open. And which is, I'm uh, all the better. Like truly, if your marriage is happy when, when it's open and you're both like exploring new types of um, relationships and parts of yourself, I think that's beautiful. Same. I love an open marriage. I love an open marriage because I think sometimes people think that when they get married, then they stop growing. And I'm really, really here for people within the context of a safe and open marriage, Mm -hmm. exploring themselves and growing together. And I think that that can be done in a really safe way in the context of polyamory and openness and non-monogamy, but not always, bitch. Can I just say something? But not always, 
bitch. Not always, but I also think it's just healthier for humanity yeah. for us to have less boxes and constraints on sexuality and relationships. Totally. And I'm praying that there's less murders of families yeah no like, i I'm, do think i hope it like reduces harm and violence all around yes that's like my big thing is i do think it's gonna help a lot of like family units yeah have release less- the shackles yes yes release the shackles yeah. when there is a space for all of our like societal and cultural understandings mm-hmm. to allow for more freedom yeah and more honest expression only good things can happen. I stand by that. I do too. I think. Let me just say be though, because here comes something else. Yeah. There is a certain type of polyamorous person, like toxic polyamory. And mm-hmm. I know you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. There is sometimes a world in which like people are not actually displaying polyamory. What they're talking about is like borderline. Mm-hmm. Is abuse too hard of a word? It's toxic no, because it, it's it's more toxic. It's more toxic where you're seeing. And also, I know some people out here in Los Angeles who go around talking about how poly they are mm-hmm. in a way that they're saying, I'm poly because I'm smarter than you mm-hmm. and because I'm more evolved than you. And like kind of like looking down at their nose at monogamy in a way of like, you just wouldn't get it. You're stuck in the past. And I think that would be as if like we as queer people mm-hmm. were like, looking at people or even like other gender expressions or non-gendered expressions and being like you just aren't wouldn't get it right which is like there has to be space for like there is a there's a there's a world in which like we can all grow and express ourselves in a way that is like not belittling of other identities couldn't agree more. you know what i'm saying yes i think that like we even joke about that with straight people yeah so also we it's okay to be straight Please, we're not saying that we are better than straight people. Well, we are, but please be straight. You, ne- we need there to be straight people. Yeah, there also just like are sometimes straight people, and, and sometimes there's, some there's asexual mono- people, and there's also monogamous people, right. and that's okay. Yeah, I have heard um, like toxic poly yeah. people riding yeah. around being like, yeah, they're on their tiny little bikes. Why are you they? Know, they're always biking, little bikes, th- and the bikes have like the wheels are this thin, so thin, and they have like little helmets, and they're all in silver lace, and they're just like bling bling. Yeah. My thrusbin's coming. My thrusbin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's very funny. Um, Thank you for writing in. I think you're ready to have a, a conversation. I think you know. Yeah. Okay. We have a bumble fumble from Arden. Hey, Rachel and Mackenzie. For context, I'm a 25-year-old bisexual woman, she, her, from Ottawa, Canada. Go off. I love Canadians. Also, I love this starting an email like this. A lot of times we have no idea how people identify or who they are. I know. So if you want us to get it right, please let us know. We love it. I Can love I- to honor people's identities. That's my kink. And I... I feel like I'm still at a place where I'm trying to get better about that. Yeah, we're all can we can all get better. I feel like I am my father in a lot of ways. And you are. You're a dentist, you're a bigot, no, and you're rich. No, and he's none of those things. <laughs> so sorry. But he is out here like remixing the LGBTQ anagram every time I see him. He <laughs> Wait, starts what does he say? He's like L T B Q. Every time it's a new version. That's not bad. It's not good. It's I five it's, letters. I love when straight people. It could be four. It could be four. I would be happy with the four. When straight people, there you can see them be like, "Oh, here it comes." Yeah, and they're like the L <laughs> Q. It's one of the. It's an anagram that's so easy. Yeah, 
I don't know why every time it's a new that's so funny remixed version. You're okay, doing great by the way. Listen, I'm and not you're hot. Uh, that doesn't. It does. It. D- Boy, do I have a bumble fumble for you. This one will take a while to get through, but oh baby, is it worth it? Once upon a time, I was on Hinge. I see this gorgeous blonde bombshell, not my type, but very attractive nonetheless. And we match. Do not do we that. We call that a good win. Shut up. <laughs> God, I couldn't give it away. <laughs> I couldn't give it away. Dude, the way my DMs are so dry. My DMs were so dry and my hinge was a Sahara desert. Is this Sex Sparse. in the City number three? Because we're in the Sahara, bitch. Dude, <laughs> that was so funny. That's how bad it was. That's Couldn't so give it away. Dude. Tried to slide into a DM of a DJ, and she was like, nah. nah. That's the funniest shit me? I've ever heard in my life. 2019 was maybe the worst year for me, dating-wise. I kept trying to be slutty, and I kept being pretty slutty. Good for you. And then having girls be like, you're my girlfriend. I couldn't get there. If you dated me in 2018 to 2019... <laughs> You're actually entitled to a compensation. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Wait, the, Mesothelioma. Law, yeah, the law offices. Of <laughs> if you experienced dating Mackenzie Goodwin from the years of 2017 to 2019, you are entitled to compensation. Call the, our law offices now. 1-800-OW-KENS. <laughs> Honestly, if you dated me, please reach out and let me know what the fuck I was doing wrong. Dude, that's so funny. You had so many good bumble fumbles. It's I, because you have a lot of trauma, shame, trauma and shame. Yeah. And those are the most fumbly people you're going to meet. Couldn't, and also the best. Couldn't give it away. Best lovers I've, I've heard. <laughs> hey man, hey. it's the. But I hear you're really good in the sack. <laughs> I'm not, not that either. <laughs> but you must have some rede- redeeming qualities. No, no, not really. Not. Not a single one. Uh, if you dated me, if you went on a date, if I swiped on you, please DM me and let me know what the hell happened. What went wrong? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, you know what I would love to do? Tell me. Is go through my phone and one day on the podcast live, call some people I went on dates with. Yeah. You're live on the air. Two dikes and a mic. What happened? Yeah. What was the red flag to you? Because you know that I gave off some. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll you do know that. what's something toxic about me? Huh? I about... Once a year, this time of the year, yeah, we'll call my college girlfriend and for to just shoot to ch- the shit, just to check up. Yeah, we how's your boyfriend? That. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> okay, hey, let's get. You got to be true. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's get back. Let's okay. focus up, detectives. This is the bumble fumble. So they met on Hinge. Um, after exchanging a few messages, we decided to meet up in person for a drink. Everything was set up easy peasy. The night of the date comes, and I text her to let her know I'm on my way. I'm all dolled up, feeling good, looking hot, walking to the bar. She replies to me and said there's no way she will be able to make it for the time we had decided. I hate that. I fucking hate that. You know I hate that. Especially because this person's like already walking up. So you know that the time is now. And now you're going to be like, I can't make it. All right, I'm living for you. All right, that's fine, I say. And given the drastic choice of words, I follow up to clarify if this means she'll be late or if she has to bail last minute. Yeah. I don't get anything back right away, but I'm already on my way, so I thought I would just show up to this place and wait for her reply. I get to the bar and ask for a table for two, but possibly one. 
<laughs> Hysterical. The waiter seats me and says, don't worry if your date doesn't show. There's a free shot of Jameson for anyone that gets stood up. Love. I love that. If I ran a bar, I would do the same thing. Same. And I would, I'd get stood up every night just to get a free shot. <laughs> yeah. I'd be drunk. Oh, they didn't come. <laughs> they didn't come. <laughs> okay. I peru- uh, peruse the menu and I'm still waiting to hear if my date's going to show up at all. And I decide I'll give her a, give her a glass of wine's time before I bail. Okay. 45 minutes and after our initial time um, with a sip left the waiter comes around and asks if i want a shot of whiskey and lo and behold a text appears oh shit a few excuses and 15 minutes later she arrives so now we're an hour out yeah so an hour late and she knows she's paying so what do i have to lose okay fair but if i'm gonna be honest you would have left i would have left after 15 minutes same if you're late to a date over 15 minutes you're out yep it's unless they're unless you very 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 hot no, I disagree. Hot doesn't matter. It's if you're apologetic. Fuck. That's good. Listen to Mackenzie. You had like... That was really good. That's just somebody doesn't respect you. Yeah. Okay. So this is when it gets good. If She's, they don't respect your time, they're not going to respect that gushy. Don't say gushy. I didn't think that's, a, that's what was going to come out. If they don't respect the time, your time, they don't respect you. Period. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. This is when it gets good. She's one of the people who just loves to talk about herself. But she's pretty, so I let it happen. I'm going to pause. She's a me. She's a you. She's a me. And I'm a problem. People's looks don't matter. Hi. Hi. Hi, Sharks. Ever see any movies ever? Not movies. Just have you ever met any? People's looks don't matter. Ever. Don't don't swipe on people because of their looks. Unless they're like so fucking hot. No. Even then. No. I'd wait for Kalani. Kalani's really hot. Kalani can... You'd wait an hour for a Kalani. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, there's nobody I would wait an hour for on a first date. No one. Okay. No one. Okay. All right, maybe Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock I'd wait an hour Jessica for. Jessica Alba. Yeah, Jessica yeah, Alba. Okay, okay, sorry. We're back. Okay, so we've all been there. Anyways, she's also a her- a horse girl. If you know, you know. I think I've dated this woman. Uh, <laughs> last but not least, she not only lives with her boyfriend, but lives with his parents. Yeah, that's, this is getting good. Excuse mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Ex- Yeehaw. She's a horse girl. I say nay to the boyfriend. And the parents. I say yay to the parents. Okay. Yes, perhaps there were hints on her hinge profile, that she wasn't exactly single, but I decided to give um, her the benefit of the doubt. It became more obvious as we talked that she and her boyfriend hadn't exactly figured out their ground rules for exploring her sexuality, but she was interested in women. It seemed like they just wanted a third, so she showed me a pic of him, and I was not down. Hilarious. Oh, boy. At this point, it's pretty clear nothing is going to happen with this girl and definitely not her boyfriend, but I'm committed to the storyline now. Plus, I'm a couple drinks deep, and I've had a boring week. I love this person. I'm going to be honest. I love this person. Yeah. This is a fun. I want to hang out with this person. I know. Me too. They're like, let's just see what the fuck happens. (laughs) And I have that same energy all the time. So she gets up to go to the bathroom and I flag the waiter over for that shot, which I need given the horse girl with a horse girl with a boyfriend situation. (laughs) She's also been giving me flirty vibes all night. This is confusing. Mm. My date comes back and she says her boyfriend is picking her up and offers me a ride home, which I accept because it's cold. 
No. He rolls up uh, in his truck. Yes, he's one of those guys you expect to be holding a fish in his dating profile. <sighs> when he drops me off after my off, my buzzed alter ego says, now will you roll down your girlfriend's window so I can kiss her goodnight? Uh, I uh, love this person. Holy shit. I plant one on her like the boss ass bitch and go into my building without looking back. Woof. She was late, self-centered, and not a sing and not single, so I knew that was it. All right. Oh well, but it's not over yet. What? So I get back into my apartment and I tell my roommate that I thought I was vibing with the waiter, so I call the restaurant and give him my number. Go off. I'm fucking loving this person. Yeah. We text a bit and he asks if my date's father was waiting outside in the truck the whole time. <gasps> I never looked outside, but apparently her boyfriend had driven her to the date and sat outside in his truck. Oh, the whole, whole time. time. You're lying. What the fuck? Weird and creepy. Yeah. yeah. Imagine what your date's boyfriend outside watching but drops now, her off and waits. It, that could be a thing that they have, though. That could be like what turns him on is like Waiting? watching his girlfriend be on a date with another woman. Yeah, but you sh you should make sure that everyone is aware that that's happening. Absolutely, because <laughs> that's we have a voyeur here. That's weird. Okay, so after some more texting, the waiter confesses to be um, being an emotionally unavailable addict with some big issues, and I commend him for coming forward with the honesty. But I stalked his Insta and he wasn't as hot behind the mask as I thought. So it didn't work out for him. But oh. folks, there's more. Holy shit. A few months later, I saw a pregnancy announcement on my original date's Instagram. Pictured with her horse. Of course. I counted back from the due date and she got pregnant around the time we went out. Did the passionate, jealous rage that mounted while watching his girl on a date with another woman fuel him to knock her up late that night? Holy shit. Perhaps. We will never know. Obviously, I texted the waiter to let him know the big news. A horse girl baby is to be born. <laughs> I love this. Um, I was secretly hoping she would roll into my unit for the birth just uh, to wrap this whole story up nine months later. Uh but alas, it ends here. She had a healthy baby and I'm happy for them, but glad I did not get involved. Here I am, single and left to bumble fumble another day. Thanks for sticking with this story. Love the pod. XOXO Arden. Holy shit, Arden. Um, P.S. I'm poor. I would really love it if this could land on one of your episodes that goes on Apple Podcasts. Arden, Congrats. You're getting a public episode. Congratulations. Baby. Wow. That Holy was a great shit. bumble. What a fun because like I really enjoy this. I feel like this person and I are very kindred uh -huh. where we're like, hey, listen, let's saddle up, take a shot of JMO and just see what happens. Yeah. And then being like, I don't know, I wasn't into my date, but the waiter looks kind of good. It's a very Ray move. This is right. Then that's why I immediately was like, I'm going to like this person. Yeah. Because you love me. I love you. And I think that your attitude all around is very fun. Yeah. Um, what a great bumble fumble. I think it's also such a fun move to be like, are you going to roll down the window so I can kiss your girlfriend? <laughs> and then he must have. Yeah, he did. And then he knocked her up. Wow. Now there's a horse baby. That's what I'm saying. I think that this was a, uh, this was a game for the straight, the, the couple. You think so? Yeah. The, the man and the woman couple. You think they were like, I think he, spicing up their yeah. own love life. Yeah. I don't think she was looking to actually be with a woman. I think he wanted to see his girlfriend on a date with another woman. And sometimes that'll happen. Once again, we're into open communication here. Everyone's got to get theirs. Yeah, I'm like, at least tell me that the boyfriend's outside. Yeah. I Don't get me wrong. Just tell me if you're using me. Sometimes yeah. I want to be used. Yeah. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. 
I went on a date with a horse girl once. And? It was bad. Really? It was bad. That's the date where I think I told you, I was like, I felt like she was an undercover news reporter writing an article <laughs> on what it's like to date a woman. She felt the straightest I've ever... She felt so straight. That's so funny. Yeah. I would probably fuck a horse girl. I don't think I could. I, I just like, I want to get back it on a horse. I give too much of horse girl vibes. You can't put two and yeah. two together. I think they would... Yeah. yeah, and I'm not a horse girl, but the vibes That's are the there. That's the biggest shock mm-hmm. of vibes this podcast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for writing in. That was wild. Um, we now are going to review the L Word Gen Q season three. Yeah, which I can't believe we made it three seasons. Three magical, <laughs> magical seasons. Seasons. Nothing wrong with the show. This season ends with Bet and Tina's wedding. Yeah. Which the whole episode was their wedding. Yeah. They get locked in the fridge. The second they got on that fridge, I was like, they're not getting out of that fridge. I've been in a lot of walk-ins. Me too. And I'll I tell you I worked at what, a lot of sandwich restaurants. Yeah. And I worked at a lot of restaurants as well. I'll tell you what's never going to happen. Getting locked in a walk-in. No. It's impossible. It's never going to happen. That handle, But there's so many snacks back there. Yeah. It was a little unbelievable. That whole section of it you know what i hated mm-hmm. tess yeah period <laughs> all of tess they really fucked tess over this season i don't know why they needed to have her relapse and, be- and then humiliate herself at the wedding and the like then her, and her mom has already passed it was trauma 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 it was tess. like actually too much because yeah. i was like did, t- the, did tess like deserve all of this to me, I was like, did the actress do something? I thought that too. To I, the writers? Yeah, I was, I was like, like, do the writers hate this actress? It just made no sense to me. No. And like they, so you know, I'm talking about the scene where Tess like falls into the cake. Yeah. And I don't think that that would, they played it off as like small, we'll get Finley to get Tess out of here. I'm like, that is like a huge fucking issue. And yes. I was just like, I, I as a you know I'm like an OG L Word fan. Mm-hmm. The L Word means a lot to me. Yeah, same. It was all that I had. Mm-hmm. And I like learned everything about lesbian culture through the L Word, whether that's good or bad. It's true. I didn't know any other lesbians. And I was like, this is what we have. Yeah. And to see we've been through so much with Bet and Tina. Yeah. With the plumber mm-hmm. and like their relationship. Wasn't it carpenter? I think it was a plumber. No, I thought it was Dude, a carpenter. I, I think it was a plumber. Okay. Yeah. I think you're wrong. We'll definitely find out. I'm not looking it up. Yeah, we can't. But we've been through so much with Bentina yeah. that I just didn't want. I knew there was like, there has to be some drama on it. Obviously, it's a finale, it's a wedding yeah. day. But I just like didn't want there to be. A catastrophe. A, a new character falling, drunkenly falling into your cake on like a bender. I just didn't need it. I agree. And like to have them get married, like I was crying. Yeah. Like that was so, we've been through so much with these characters. I know. And like, I feel like they're, they're like really, our moms. They're our moms. Yeah. They, and like, I feel like we deserve it. And I thought it was beautiful. And I think that they've both grown so much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this feels like a very a big win for the lesbian community. Yeah. We've been waiting for this for so long. Years and years of this. Decades. And this I show like has they, been around for decades I, and these characters have been around for decades. And their relationship has been so yeah. up and down. And like, I, there was a long time too, where I was like, they're just never going to be together. When yeah. they were raising a- Angie as like co-parents, I was yeah. like, this is it. Yeah. And then like Tina was dating men for a while. And we're like, who knows? Tina was dating Rosie. Yes. There were a lot. There was a of, lot. Yes. And I was like, 
I honestly, because their wedding was like, except for the test thing, was like so beautiful and they addressed that they were like, we we owe this to our friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you owed it to us, yeah. your fans, that I was like, I think I liked the whole series <laughs> now. No, I agree. Because I I know we've I have I have a tendency, it is like hard as a lesbian mm-hmm. to consume lesbian content to review it on our podcast. Yeah. It's really easy and like the writing was something and like there were choices that were made that were fucking weird. There were a lot of things that I personally didn't agree with or didn't like. That yeah. being said, the finale for some reason brought it fucking back. It brought it back and I was like, I love this. Same. It was a yes for me. It was a yes for me. I think I'm just like over you know, we don't like get stuff just for us very oh. often. And I know they were trying to say so much that they almost said nothing. Yeah. And like they're for most of the season. But they bringing back Tasha was okay. huge for me. I'll tell you what. Tasha, Kehlani, Rosie saved it. And then the wedding. And the wedding saved the entire series. I also. I was like, it's a huge yes for me. It's a huge yes for me because they, I think we could, I mean, they made some bad choices. I think like getting rid of Gigi, putting Bet far away was a ridiculous idea. But got rid of Gigi early early. days. I was like, why why. would you get rid of one of the best characters? Of the, yeah. But I think like, sometimes I think that the writers were fans and I think I could start to tell that with the choices they made, which made me like it because I'm also a fan. So when they started bringing back some of these key, heartwarming Tasha, like Tasha was a smoke show. Somebody put the flames out betwixt my legs. I need to be hosed down and I also have a hose between my legs. She... Yeah, when they were unbelievable. Because like, I was like, they're gonna bring somebody else back. Oh, he, and you know what the fuck? Hmm. Sorry. No, I know. Let's talk about it. Uh, the the musical episode which divided yeah. our country. Yes. Our sweet nation. The queer community was aghast. We there was a chasm in our yeah, community. Yeah. Because we have musical theater dykes. Yes, we, we do. do. Hi. And I love Wicked. Okay. Yes. I love musical theater. I love Rent. Same. Please. Idina's jaw. Gay. Duh. Okay. I, I didn't love the episode. And I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was so much fun. Yeah. And I would watch it every day. Yeah. And then when we had Dana, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm, it's, it was weeping, tear jerky, seeing Dana. If yeah. I ever saw that actress in person, I like do not know what the fuck I would do. You'd hug her. You'd drop to your knees, I think, and hug her waist. I would actually open up a business being a medium because I would think that I was seeing a literal ghost. Yeah. But like bringing Dana back, having that musical, I feel like they were like giving it all they had with this one. They were like, can I say the musical episode made me really think we were getting the original writers because the OG L word would do wild. They did weird shit like that. They would always have these vignettes of like Jenny just like walking through a circus. Circus. (laughs) Yes. It gave me Jenny circus vibes. Yes, it did. And I was like, okay, this feels OG L word, which made me like, did I love the episode? I didn't love it, but it made me be like, oh, this reminds me of like growing up gay. Well, even just like sometimes you need to make specific choices. It's a choice. And I love a choice. Instead of the no choice. They have been like, yeah, like yeah. almost say like nothing, They've like so much nothing. and nothing yes. that when they were doing that, I was like, finally, somebody's grabbing the reins here and yeah. fucking doing something yeah. and then bringing back Dana, bringing back Tasha, who like has a smile that could light up the whole fucking. Tasha is a gem. I want to spin off of. Rosie Kehlani, Tasha. Kehlani, yeah. I mean, we had some like really, really, really fun and necessary moments. G-Flip was there. 
G Flip being G Flip and Chriselle showed up out of nowhere, did not even a scene. You could tell they shot them out with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was so awkward. Well, I, I mean, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Because I, I feel like the L word should represent the lesbian community. And it is like chaotic and messy. But and this you're felt like, like a snapshot. Yeah. This season felt like a snapshot of the community that we're in right now. Yeah. And I thought season three was awesome. I thought season three rocked. Yeah. Yeah. Season one and two, maybe sexier. Yeah. I think season one and two were sexier. This season to me was like, it came, it really, awesome. it really came through with the, those last few episodes yes. from the musical episode on. I yeah. was like, thank you. Agreed. Yeah. And I will be missing having to watch it. I agree. Yeah. I wasn't begrudgingly watching it this season. I was like pumped to watch it. I mean, Kaylani's nipples. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Are your, are your show's numbers tanking? Hi. I've got some nips on the horn for you. And they did. The they did work. their job. They did their job. Yeah. Yeah. I. How, how many gloves would you give this season of the L word Gen Q? Four gloves. Wow. Four gloves way up. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. Love this season. I hope they get renewed. And if they don't get renewed by Showtime, I hope somebody else picks them up. Yeah. They will. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. But. How many gloves would you give? I it? would also give it four gloves way up. It was a great season. We had some really interesting times. I don't know. I, I guess the my only my biggest criticism also is how they left the one character. What is her name again? Who Finley? No, not Danny. Finley. No, because they tied. What they did is they went through and they tied up every OG's um, story. story. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that every single OG cast member, their story was tight and done. Yep. But they left almost every new person's storyline wide open. Uh, so I'm wondering if they do get picked up, if they will just cut all the OG people out and do all the new people. That's going to be tough because That'll what be made tough. this part so good was bringing back all yeah. of the people from the original. Those are the ones I care about. I know we are emotionally invested yeah. with, and I'm sure that like, the queer community watching the L word Gen Q now that are just coming out, mm -hmm. they'll feel that for these people. Yeah. But for us, we were like, that's my, that's, that's my bet. That's my bet. Literally. I'm like, that's my Alice. I'm like, I've, I've known Tasha yeah. since I was like 16. I was like, that's my Tasha. Yeah. So, you know, but I thought it was really fun and I thought it was great. I agree. And it's, and it's not easy because they went through some stuff, but it came around. It did come around. Yeah. I thought overall, Awesome. Four gloves way up. I can't wait to see what's next. Um, we have had such a good episode. Today. This episode was wild. I'm s I, I apologize for my sinus congestion. If you're listening to this, I hope you can forgive me. And it is allergies. But welcome to the two the new two dykes and a mic, which is a green background. We got a new logo. We're going on the road constantly, so keep checking our website for dates. Yeah, come see us. And Before also, they sell out, we've been selling out. I Brag. Uh-oh. It's huge. Holy shit, dude. Come say hi to us after a show, and also, like, rate and review the podcast. Oh, yeah, please do that. We need that. I'm Rachel Scanlon. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. Go do something gay today. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. Worldwide Dykes for Life!